in summary, we both agree that like talking about your history is really important. Yeah. Um, and that you have to, you know, work through things yourself, but also navigate it together, respect each other, have grace with each other, forgiveness, all of that. And then when it comes to having discussions about the future, I think it's on both of you to figure out yourselves. Um, but then also on both of you to come together and figure out what do we want to talk about together? What do we feel like is appropriate? Um, and again, I guess it's the same concept, like having grace and forgiveness and all in this teamwork aspect. Welcome to the community where passion for life and healthy sexuality connect beautifully and easily. I'm your host, Amanda Ammons, and my goal in life is to help you thrive. And a huge part of that is your sex life. Your one life was meant to be amazing, sex included. You most likely haven't been shown this, but I'm here to tell you, you're beautifully and intricately made. Made for more, made for the best. However your journey brought you here, join me in a new conversation about one of the most amazing things ever created. Intricate, passionate intercourse. Together, let's break the shame cycle. Let's learn how to please and be pleased. Let's fight fear, find freedom, and freaking have fun. Welcome to the Passion Connected Show. Hey, welcome back. This is the second part of an episode that my husband and I, Kyle Ammons, have been doing on talking about sex before marriage. And in the episode last week, we kind of covered the things of what it was like to talk to each other about our sexual histories and and navigating that and what that looked like to be graceful and loving and kind and, and navigate all the hard topics. And so if you haven't, go ahead and go listen to that because it sets the foundation for what we're going to kind of get into more in this episode, which is talking about getting married and what we wanted to talk about and wish we would have talked about and what was helpful for us as we figured out what sex would look like for us as a couple. And so like I said, go ahead and go back and listen to that and then jump back over here. It's going to be such a good episode. I'm so glad to have you here and let's get going. And talking a little bit more about the deep stuff and like kind of the difficult stuff and working through things and all of that. I know that we've, like you said, jumped around everywhere. But I want to take a look at the other side of things, which is, okay, you're about to become one or get married or whatever, and you actually have to talk about sex. I feel like this was the fun part for me. (laughs) This was where, I mean, I think all of it was really exciting for me, but um, what I'd love to just hear your side of things of you know, me asking you questions like, what do you think about frequency? And what do you think about this? And have you read this book? And like, no, 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 no. Like I was getting so pumped. Um, And so I know from, (laughs) you know, where I stand, what it looked like, but what was it like for you going through that and navigating, I don't know, just learning about sex and thinking about having sex in the future and what Mm -hmm. that looked like. Yeah. For like to, to agree with you there it definitely feels like an entirely different season than the season where we start to work through the stuff. Like that feels like a hard, heavy season, dark stuff. You're working through the hard stuff and then it's heavy. You know, the, the conversation we just had going into all these things about all the pains, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, it's, it was got, heavy. It's, it's heavy. You have to work through that. And it, and it's, it's heavy too. Cause you can't just do it one moment. You, you have to go back and you walk through healing over time. It's, it's better. And, and in the relationship too. Now, 
asking this question, it really does feel like fast forward, you know, I don't know, six, six months, 10 months, whatever from the, from the first times working through stuff. And it is exciting. There is a level of like resolve in a good way that is like good resolve that's happened. And now, yeah, it's looking forward. You know, that's what's so exciting about working through the past is then you, then you get to finally be present in a healthier way. Yeah. And each time it is healthier. And so now, yes, it feels very different. It feels like a different season. Um, and, and there's excitement towards it. Yeah, and that's still, still similarly hesitations, but not in a heavy way. Like, it's just really exciting. It's like, okay, <laughs> here we are, you know, um, you're just getting excited. So and the, like, there's this fun, uh, maybe it's just being in love, but there's this fun aspect to, to um, like liking each other, loving each other, working through that stuff so you're like in the inside with each other and now you're like you know you're committed you're there for for, for each other you trust each other and then you get just to get to, to be excited about where we're gonna go how are we gonna you know how, how are we gonna live our lives so like there's the whole world's open before you and like so yeah I, I guess the main thing I'm, I'm painting this picture that it's like it's a lot lighter you know it's so good to work that stuff because now it's just it's just full of joy it's lighter it's exciting and still and still right I still not not like without having some sort of hesitation like huh should we talk about this yeah, you were, <laughs> yeah i know I, the reason i was laughing just as i was, i was thinking about all the moments that i shocked you yeah she's, <laughs> she's quite shocking woman. Where I was like i would throw something out there and you were like whoa that was more information than i was ready for yeah um she's just she's so good at it you know just going like yeah you just if you're not awkward about it then you're not awkward yeah. about it <laughs> Yeah, you're just comfortable. You're going forward, talking about anything, work through anything, get the real real stuff, know what you're talking about, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's why you're here talking to people and helping them with this stuff because uh, you've lived it for so long. Just yeah. like, really like, okay, it's not off limits. I want to know how this works. I yeah. want to talk about it. And yeah. so, yeah, how was it for me? Yeah, you know, I'm sure I blushed a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I think you were in like a perpetual state of blush throughout most of our engagement. <laughs> perpetual state yeah people thought i was sunburned really i was just constantly mm. <laughs> <laughs> well and it was interesting because you and i were so the way that we navigated it you weren't actually like you you're talking about how it was light but and it was but you weren't actually ready to learn yeah, a lot of things true. most of it was <laughs> you were like why don't you learn and just uh-huh. let me know what you learned i was still yeah i was still kind of operating in that what we talked about before like i it was hard i went through the the past stuff I addressed it, but I was so quick to move on that I think I, I, I like buried it before the full. Well, and working through your past does, stuff doesn't mean that you were completely like your childhood was completely different or, right. you know, right. you habits. still had a lot of those things there and it, it made sense. It. Yeah. I was just ready. Yeah. Definitely ready to move on. I didn't want to stay there very long, even though I was committed to knowing and, and working through that with you. Definitely still, like you said, my habits, my, the way I was raised, you know, whatever, all these things, they, they shape you. And so then you have to like, in that moment, you're like, okay. Yeah. And you were nervous about like yeah. temptation yeah, and stuff too. Like you talked about earlier, just the idea that like, I might say something and it would bring up. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For me, like, just like, like if we're going to talk about sex and whatnot, like it could trigger, yeah, temptation to, to like go somewhere else for sex and you know in some form lust or or porn or anything instead of staying like because i know that our commitment is to not have sex before marriage you know it's just the basic right we're not going there 
and then we're gonna we're gonna build up towards it. So we were trying to progress, and I got that concept. We're gonna we're not gonna go in blind. Yeah. I started to understand like okay, there's a lot of blindness. You can't not know, and that's there's a lot of blindness. You know. Yeah. Like in in this <laughs> in our world, even even in the world where people think they know and and they're doing stuff, you know, there's still a lot of blindness. But especially so in the people that are avoiding it and not talking about it, and any sort of sexual interactions they have. I don't understand it. I don't understand it at all. It's like people are basically taught silently or not, like said to them directly or not. Yeah. Like you'll just learn as you get there. And I just posted that on Instagram like the other day, just how, you know, like you, you can't just expect to show up and just have it all figured out. Like there's sex is so intricate. And I think that's why I was so interested in learning about it because it was like I knew there was a ton I didn't know. Yeah. I had, I mean, the basic, the most basic silly questions where I was like, I really don't yeah. understand how this works. Yeah. I really don't understand what to do. Is it messy? Do I need to clean up? How do we start this? What is foreplay? What, what qualifies as foreplay? Like, how do we please each other? Like all these different questions. And I was like, I don't want to get to our honeymoon and get to our first year of marriage. And like, you can figure all those things out together then if that's what you want to do but me personally it was more like I would like at least a base knowledge obviously it's not experiential knowledge but something yeah under my belt where I can say I can navigate the problems we yeah can start this off okay yeah and you know and I don't know if it's a truth or there's probably lies in this too I just thought of that because the woman <clears throat> is so complex and her sexual organs are very internal it's is very it's more confusing if you look at a girl look at a guy you, i think you would say uh oh females are easier much more complex <laughs> to just kind of get the gist of what a guy is you know and what a girl it doesn't is. this is not to i and this i get frustrated at this so i just yes, want to like yeah. make this thing go address it <laughs> like it this is not to say that guys are not complex and i think there's also this lie that comes in that's basically like just stroke the penis get them off it's fine um, and that is not true at all. Like there are so many intricacies to the man. There are so many different tender places, beautiful things that you can do together, ways to please each other, um, that are more complex than just this base idea of sex that mm-hmm. we get through they're movies. Emotional. Yeah. They sh- and they, a lot of them just block it off, even if they're. Yes. Like yeah. there is so much, like you can woo your man, like, and you want to. And so this, this is just me throwing that in there but yes women on the whole have more orgasmic zones on their body um their entire sexual organs are just very complex and and difficult and also less talked about less taught and so i think that's also another part of it is like there's a lot to learn there because most women haven't even looked at themselves ever seen themselves touched themselves anything like that and so for a lot of people it can be a whole new world and it's like they're just thinking that the guy will just figure them out and so yeah yeah there's a lot there (laughs) so i think it makes sense like where that would be derived from and like that concept but i like like i did say or like like you know you had just said there like there's it's way more than that you can't oversimplify it but I think because of that, there was less mystery about what I looked like or what like things were for on me. Yeah. And versus like for you. There was you, still a lot that I didn't know. I wanted like I wanted you to do research for yourself so that you knew and you could explain to me mm-hmm. what you what is like because I mean, just based off the the numbers, I'm sure there's polls out there, right? Do you know any statistics on like how many women 
or at some point, like how hard it was. They didn't even know where their clitoris was or something, right? The and majority. Really? That's crazy. Because you look at, and that, that, that's, that's the kind of the heart of bringing up this side. That yeah. Just this, this point that I'm making is just mainly like, it's easier for me to get away with that in our relationship leading up to marriage because of things like that where, yeah, you know, like it feels or at its rudimentary level, you know, I got the basics check. And, and maybe you didn't have the basics checked off yet, you know, not really. And so, and so at that level, it's like, okay, yeah, do your research, get your basics. But then I think I stopped there or maybe held back to go to the next level when we needed to keep progressing in our communication. I think looking back, I'd love to hear your opinion on this, but I almost wish we would have talked about more. I think we would have had to have been healthier human beings like ourselves individually, but there were a lot of things that I wish that you and I had discussed like I'm trying to think of a good example just even talking about okay so for example it typically takes women at least 20 minutes of clitoral stimulation to reach an orgasm and I wish that you and I would have just talked about like what do you think about that and that would have been like a a hard a hard thing to address because obviously you have no concepts like of us together but it was like what do you think about that time? How do you feel like we're going to uh-huh. navigate that? Do you feel like you're going to get bored? Is this going to be too long, too short? Are we going to do this every time? Yeah. And we did some of those questions of, you know, we asked like what we thought sex would be like. Um, but I wish we would have delved a little more into some of those questions. I think yeah. we didn't even know to ask them, yeah. to be honest, though. Well, yeah. And I think I, like I think what it comes down to here is like just getting right into that moment. You're just... Like how far out, let's paint the picture, how far out before marriage? Like what do you think ideal for us or like your typical? Uh, and so I was given a book that I was told not to read until the week of the wedding. Yeah. Um, which is just no. I mean, first of all, the week of the wedding is insane. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking that. I was like, yeah, you know, I could see myself going back in time and being on board with something like that. The week of the wedding. I could have read that book, The Week of the Wedding, and been okay. But I was going to say, <laughs> most weddings are more hectic than ours. Yeah, <laughs> these, my mom these people, did everything. <laughs> Amanda's mom, Amanda, her dad, they're so diligent that, <laughs> who, who can say this? Three days before the wedding, three days before the wedding, I heard them saying, all right, I, I don't think we, I think that's it. I don't know if there's anything else we can do right now because we've done everything. <laughs> we've, we've literally, everything's ready. Everything's ready that can be ready. Like we've, everything's where it needs to be. Everything's prepped. Everything, like it literally like was so prepared and organized for so long. Um, that's funny but true. <laughs> yeah. It is hilarious. So then like everything just went according to plan. Yeah. Maybe it's hectic because, okay, these people need to go here, this, there, but it was yeah, all planned. Still stuff out, it was still it was planned ready. out. Everything had their, its place and yeah. everyone had their role. And, but I think that yeah. like, so the point, right? The <laughs> point question. is that weddings are crazy, and then yeah. like that close to it would be. But even like so a, crazy. But, but even like a ahead. week out, we wouldn't have had to, time to actually talk about no. it. Yeah. I mean, to be real, like yeah, we wouldn't hard. have enough time to go through it. And so, if you're asking on timeline, I feel yeah. like I think a year out. I think okay. I think women should learn about their bodies from the time they're two years old. And yes. so that's not fair. Yeah. And so if you don't know about yourself, if you don't understand 
your anatomy, yeah. if you don't understand your emotions, if you don't understand what you think about sex and what you think about then having sex with your hubby. Pause the podcast and go <laughs> go buy Amanda's Passionate Beginnings course and that learn too. about yourself <laughs> right now and then come back and you can finish. <laughs> so, yes, agreed. Um, but I, I feel like that's something that no matter what stage they're in, yeah, they should learn right here, right now, figure it out because that is on you back to the topic of like discussing your history and things yeah. like you should, you should navigate that. So whatever stage you should figure out what you think and believe about that. Now, when it comes to learning about the man, I think that is on every individual's at their discretion because I, I feel like it comes from a little bit like where they are, where do they yeah. feel that they want to go with things. Um, for me, I started really diving into all those questions. I feel like nine months, six, six to nine months out, yeah. I think, and roughly. Yeah. Um, and then started actually having those discussions with you. We had discussions when we were in premarital counseling, but I really started asking more of the sex questions with you, I feel yeah. like, three to six months out. Yeah, and that's like pro tip, you know, like <clears throat> the part of the reason you start working through these things is uh, so you can flag the deeper issues that need to work through before you progress. Um, yeah. You know, I, I have a, a a good mentor friend that says, like, that, that learned from somebody else, get pre-premarital counseling, <laughs> like before you're engaged counseling. Yeah. And they did that just to, just to like, <clears throat> even asking all those questions and addressing themselves to work through it, making sure nothing's there. And save you time effort money pain if you realize there's a red flag and we need to back out or this isn't the right timing or whatever like you get to get there faster or you affirm it faster yeah and it's like it's just being you know either way it's beneficial so so yeah i think the pro tip is that you when you go into a relationship and you're progressing in your relationship whatever the steps look like but dating engaged married or whatever you as you're going through the I called them steps. As you go through the steps, step one, date. Um, my upbringing, I, I didn't want to date. Dating was even a weird word for me. So I'm, I'm, shout out to all the people that relate to weird weirdness about relationships, you know. <laughs> uh, but it wasn't modeled. I was the oldest, you know. So that was a whole other topic. But as you're going through these and something comes up, that's where the maturity of like, am I really a man or a woman that's ready to move forward in life? And the the real answer is, are you willing to work through that thing that need, that came up? Like, okay, I'm willing like to face it and do whatever's necessary. Go, go get help. Go get work through it. Do whatever you know. Yeah. And you know, go to recovery programs. Do whatever like so that you can be healthy, so that you can go forward fully okay with yourself. Yeah. And so I think that's why along, along the steps, you know, engage, something comes up, you know, you're checking the, the basis and make sure everything's here. Married, still, you keep going through the growth and the healing and whatever. This is just the way we progress in life. But Yeah, so I want to, so I'm going to summarize, I guess, first. And then I want to do one quick thing before we wrap this whole thing up. But so in summary and chime in if you disagree yeah. <laughs> which I don't think yeah. you you will but you might um in summary we both agree that like talking about your history is really important yeah. um and that you have to you know work through things yourself but also navigate it together respect each other have grace with each other forgiveness all of that and then when it comes to having discussions about the future I think it's on both of you to figure out yourselves um but then also on both of you to come together and figure out 
what do yeah. we want to talk about together? Yeah. What do we feel like is appropriate? Um, and again, I guess it's the same concept, like having grace and forgiveness and yeah. all in this teamwork aspect. I agree. Yeah, that would be, you just, you just said it perfectly. Like the pro tip was as you progress through the levels of relationship, if something triggers you where you're not ready to talk forward about sex with each other mm-hmm. and you're specifically avoiding something really, really strongly, like I, can't, I just can't do that because like I think that's where you've challenged people in the, and myself in these episodes. Like ask yourself why, like why, why yeah. is that there? Because if there's an issue there, that's when you go back and that's when you get the help so that you can come back together and you're ready to move forward with it. Because if you're avoiding a bunch of different things because you're not ready, it's not just going to be fixed when you get to marriage. Yeah. You'll have to deal with it then. And it's much more complicated. Which is a perfect, <laughs> which is a perfect segue into how I wanted to wrap up this episode. So I'll let you think about it um, as I'm talking. But okay. So there were a lot of sort of superficial things that we talked about, you know, questions like, what do you think about lingerie? Which they're not that superficial. They can have a lot of like history behind yeah, them. Yeah. But I would ask things like, what do you think about lingerie? Um, or, you know, what do we want to do about birth control? We had to navigate that. Um, a whole host of, you know, just kind of these random questions. Can you think of anything that was either really, really super important that I asked or that we talked about that you were like, I'm so glad we addressed this before mm-hmm. marriage or I really, really wish we would have because I'd love to leave people with things that, you know, are practical, like that they can bring up with each other that maybe they didn't know to ask or didn't think to ask. Well, the first thing that comes up is tagging off that birth control question. Um, See if, okay, if if you're listening, see if you relate to me and my answer here to if she were, if Amanda were to come to me and ask about that and I were to give my um, kind of avoidant, like, you know, Christianese answer, it it would have sounded something like this. (laughs) <laughs> right go ahead ask it again ready <laughs> what should we do about birth control <laughs> <laughs> no i wouldn't <laughs> i'd say something like actually i would have gotten really big like why should we why should we do anything about birth control like, <laughs> you, like i remember your like, answer like does did did god make us with birth controls you know like yeah i know that's basically exactly what you threw back at me yeah like classic catholic response i'm not gonna have that many babies (laughs) we're not doing right you had never learned about birth control like i mean it's not taught in the pulpit typically yeah it's not like (laughs) can you imagine all right (laughs) it'd be really good pastor pastor jim's getting out there hey today's message is birth control and Sex in the church, you know, whatever. Yeah. Sex in the church. <laughs> well, whatever, yeah, sorry. Uh, and I think the genuine thing, I just, the same thing, right? The question comes up together as yeah. you're moving forward, and it triggers something for me. I haven't worked through why, what, what birth control is even for. What does God think about it? What do I think about it? Where do I stand on that? Yeah. Because, so then what I have to do, I had to go do that and work through it myself and figure out, and it took a while to get there. Well, I didn't take them. Well, whatever. I had to go work on it. It took a bit. And you I, still had to like, you know. I did. And I finally got to a place marriage. where I was like, okay, I had to work through it. And I finally got there. And it was cool because I was like, okay, I actually worked through it. I thought through this, this and that. And they like, what is my responsibility in this whole thing? And so well, and I to, came to a place. And yeah. to give you credit, like something that has always, that I've always admired about you is the fact that you go back to scripture 
and really make sure that you know you're aligning with that and the big questions birth control or not whether that's big or not you wanted to make sure yeah. that it was in line with what you understood of of god and and his plan for the world and so yeah i mean reasonably so you had never thought about birth control you were never like yeah. taking it <laughs> no yeah <laughs> like i was yeah, yeah you look yeah and th- that's a tricky one too if people are doing a fine 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 tooth comb picking through scripture for things like that you'll probably find the verse where whatever the guy tries not to get the woman pregnant when it was his at the cultural it's so much cultural it's so far back people won't even understand this but like there's a there's a man who pulled out because he was trying not to get this woman pregnant and it was actually he was supposed to have it, it was yeah she was widowed and so at the time you you would take the widow as the brothers would take that like it it so she wouldn't become a homeless lady yeah. not being able to take care of herself in a dangerous place where people would steal and abuse women. He, so he, he was wrong his role, for doing that, but that doesn't for taking her in. But the context yeah. is so different. People take that way out of context and say, oh, that means birth control is bad because yeah, because of <laughs> that specific story, him, you know, try not to, but it's not connected. So that's where, that's where, yes, you're right. I have to go back and see big picture. What is like what, who are we? We're humans on this planet. Why? Where's where's what's just like that makes sense big picture for me. Well, and you and I tend to be a good balance. Yeah. You with like really relying heavily on scripture and me with my connection with the spirit and just my prayer life and things like that. Not like we neither of us don't have the other, but you and I have brought that good balance to our relationship. Yeah. And so and I think even more so, you know, it's easy for for us to say that like, oh yeah, I'm more like Bible heavy and you're like like spirit heavy or whatever but i think as we've grown honestly i it's been cool to see i've grown up in like what's the bible for and getting to know the one who it's about and and then same like the balance yeah and i've kind of come to the other side yeah where it's like okay what's this it's not because there's a verse in there that i want it's like it's not a magical golden book that you find a verse in your life is better it's it's literally like about a, a beautiful story and it's a beautiful thing about a god who loves us and he cares and when you go and connect with him you can you can find clarity on these things and so yeah that's the heart behind there so back to the question though what is something that you wish would have been asked or you're really glad that was asked yeah birth control was one (laughs) (laughs) really though like if i got into a relationship where i was the initiator and that's not that probably sounds weird but um for just where I was at, I would have missed a lot of stuff. Yeah. I would have missed a lot of stuff. I mean, God knew what he's doing to put us together, like to, to for these paths to meet perfectly. Um, and it's just crazy how, how the journeys are. But birth control is one for sure. Like I could imagine just being overwhelmed with like 12 kids in the first three years of marriage. And <laughs> That's not how that works. <laughs> and, you know, like not being mature mm-hmm. enough to handle it. Yeah, whatever. You know, the point is... Um, yeah, I have one actually while you're thinking. So for me, I think there's two. Number one, I was really glad that you and I talked about our expectations of night one. Oh, that's a big one. I think that I feel like everybody kind of sort of talks about it. Like, where are we going to stay and yeah. whatever. But you and I went really far into it yeah. of like, okay, um, how do we feel like we want to get naked with each other? How do we, um, like if something goes wrong, yeah. how do we want to work through that? Even I remember just, um, 
voicing, and this wasn't so much like a question, but me just saying like, if I cry, here's how I want you to handle it. Yeah, that's so good. And, yeah. and it was just like giving all these, you know, walking through all of the options. Um, and even just something like, I remember telling you that I was like, I want us both to have an orgasm that night. Like that feels important to me. Yeah. Um, and just giving those expectations. And I feel like if we hadn't walked through that, it would have been, and not like anything that we said, like me wanting those, like us to have orgasms or me, you know, wanting it to be a certain way or you wanting it to be a certain way. Neither of us were like, this is what has to happen. Cause like I said, we gave those contingency plans yeah. of like, if something does go wrong, here's how it's going to, you know, like, here's how we're going to navigate those things. But I think if we hadn't done that, you and I were both awkward enough <laughs> that I, I feel like we would have looked back on that night more as like navigating something alone instead of navigating yeah. it together. And instead I feel like I, I mean, I look back on it and say like, it was a really, really beautiful, wonderful time together. And there were problems that happened throughout the honeymoon and all of that sort of stuff. But I feel like we were ready yeah, and prepared yeah. to handle those. Yeah. And because we did that work, it was, we were able, it frees you up a little bit. You know, you have expectations that help hold you in this zone and you can be more freely you in that space. Yeah. I remember even telling you, I was like, you have to react <laughs> like, Yeah, when yeah. you first see me, yeah. you have to react. Yeah. And so like, you know, I knew like, and, and it's, it's funny. It's some relationships that might be pressureful or something, but she knows that, uh, <laughs> It literally, like from the time I was little, I practiced, especially because of how much I was in sports and I didn't want the opponent to, to see my weakness, <laughs> to see me tired, to see whatever. Um, we were really good at this and, and just like, yeah, my family in the sports and everything really getting out there. And you guys I, got yep, a great poker face. Proud, 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 prided ourselves on yeah, not letting the opponent see that. But just, just a, a newsflash, your um, wife is not your opponent. So that, <laughs> So I have to change some of those habits if I have the, you know. To, to really just be there and be present. So yeah, absolutely. That's That was me just so people don't think you're mean or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then <laughs> the other one that I'm really glad that you and I discussed, but I would say that I wish that we had talked about a little more thoroughly is um, us going to bed together like going to sleep together versus having sex together Ooh. versus evening routine. Yeah. Like, and I think it's really difficult because like you and I specifically and anybody who, you know, relates with this, they'll understand. Like if you have one person who's a night owl and uh, one person who is a morning person, like yeah. we, we talked about it and it was good what we talked about, but I really wish that before we had gotten married, we had spent a lot more time navigating and really nailing down what we both thought because yeah. what happened was my like I put a lot of weight in us going to sleep together and I don't even think you fully realized how no. important it was to yeah me. no I think this one comes back on me I knew that the lack of sleep affected you more than it affected me so if we both got the same amount of sleep at less than our normal I might be operating at 80% and you might be operating at 50 or 40% and so I'm not feeling the detriment as harshly as you were, just yeah. the differences of who we were and just whatever. And like at that point alone, I had to come to terms with the fact that if I was going to commit to you with everything I, I'm putting in my vows, that I'm actually for you, then it's worth 
And yeah. this is why you do the premarital counseling is to work through what what is actually your non-negotiables. Well, and I think that we kind of talked about it, but I don't think we tied in like our sex life. You're, oh, you're right. You're like, either. how does that fit into it? Like, I feel like, you know, we kind of discussed it and then we didn't stick with it for one. No, no. Like, that's the way I said, like how you live. Right. Because <laughs> I I was I believed in that answer. Like, OK, this is how I can actually be a good husband. I'm even though I could say this is something like my healthiest times my best times with God, my best times journaling, I'm a better human being when I stay up later and do this at night. If that was a hill I was willing to die on, then then I could do that. I wasn't willing to die on that hill. And I was like, I care more about your health and yeah. I can adjust my habits. I, I'm okay with that. Like I wanted to do that. Yeah. But when I jumped into it, although I had that in my head, it, the way it played out was different. And then you add on to what you're saying, add into it, how are we gonna navigate sex if in any situation if we are both winding down and going to bed at the same time or if We're the way it plays it. out i decided you know to play intramural sports that semester and so <laughs> i'm not going to come back home until late night games over and maybe you know i was working there i worked some of those evenings too so I, sometimes it was late like between 7 and 11 yeah. and they're in the field playing the, the sports and stuff. i feel like there's a lot of pain you and i could have avoided yeah. if we had just kind of figured out that our sleep routines were going to be really important yeah, and that it had an impact because that is a lot of the time that you, you know, have time together and have sex together and not that you can't have sex other times, but this tends to be the one. Um, and so I, I don't think that you and I really put that together. I, I mean, yeah. I think that we weren't, we didn't thinking, calculate but if we we're going to make a schedule, here's what I'm doing this week. Or yeah, we didn't schedule sex. Here's like what I I'm gonna advocate do. for now. <laughs> here's, here's what I'm going to do tomorrow. Like, here's what we've got. You know, we weren't that organized all the time, but I know I wasn't that much. But, you know, I've got this tomorrow. I went to... We didn't talk about sex. When yeah, like in our first year of marriage, I went to bed alone a lot more than I think that we were okay with. But yeah. not because... And it wasn't like we didn't feel it or like it was like yeah. heartless. It was just more the fact that you finish up your whatever run that you were doing and your journaling and stuff and you'd come into bed at mm. 1 a.m. and you hadn't thought about the fact that oh I didn't yeah. have time with her and if you had like backtracked maybe like you would have and I didn't advocate for those things and say like yeah. actually this is more important to me than the weight that we're giving it um, and so I wish that you and I had gone back and and said like okay uh, how are we going to fit in everything you want to fit mm -hmm. in and I want to fit in and if we had actually thought about it, because we'd gone to sleep by ourselves like our whole lives. Uh -huh. So like having to think through, this is the time where somebody might have sex was like never, you yeah. know, that wasn't in our frame of reference. It yeah. was more like brush your teeth, read a book, go to bed yeah. or whatever. And now we had to add something to that routine. And I don't think you and I actually got into it and said, how often do we want to do this? Uh -huh. And like, we would talk about frequency. Like, I feel like we should have blah, blah, blah. But like, we weren't thinking like, no. okay, yeah. For real though, what does that mean for our life? And if we don't, are we going to make sure that we have it the next night? Mm -hmm. Or like if we skip it, are we okay? Like what do we think about that? How much time do we want to have foreplay? Do we want it to be on a date night? Do we do we whatever? I yeah. know there's so many different yeah. and the, and, and directions this, to take it. The specific topic you cover in your mm -hmm. podcast, uh scheduling sex is sexy or something oh, like yeah. that. Oh, yeah, which I'll link in the show notes. So we'll too. have a couple links. But, yeah, the, this is that same concept there. And it's really cool because we're talking very practically in that first year of marriage. Um, yeah, you're right. It's something new. It's it's like, oh, you didn't. And it's it's weird, too, because it's a different dynamic to um, both of us still in school. Yeah. 
um, I don't like for us, I think it was the right decision to get married while we were still in school. Yeah, it really was. That was that was our path. And that was great for us. What what wasn't good is if we didn't work through what does school look like right now? And then what's going to look next time? Someone told me wisely, you don't make a bunch of big life decision changes in the same season. Yeah. So like, like if you're going to get married, if you're going to finish college or if you're going to start a job, like a big job, or if you're going to, you know, like changes. So well, and that, I, I, I get it because it's hard to, it, if you have one, you can normally adjust to it and yeah. navigate. But if you have multiple ones, it's hard to plan for it. And then it just, it throws you off too. And yeah. it's hard to, and, and for us, you had actually went, I, mean, I think your schooling got delayed because your last name changed. Yeah. There was a whole your bunch state of changed. Your everything changed, right? So yeah. it like delayed schooling. And so then you went to full-time working two jobs while I was doing full-time school and working. And intramurals and yeah. stuff too. And, yeah. yeah so. And I think that a lot of people, oh, we've got little girls coming in. Which was different. We'll have to wrap We're, this up di- Different from the year before where I was playing basketball. So I stopped playing basketball. You stopped school. You started. Sorry, we had a little interruption there. Some girls came in, so they're sitting with us as we wrap this up. But um, yeah, I feel like a lot of people don't think through the fact that marriage is going to take more. It's it's not just roomies living together. Yeah. It's not like you just come together and like life is the same that it was. Um, a lot of things are more complicated. A lot of things are easier because there are two of mm-hmm. you. But that's but it's also. Um, you have to give each other that time. And I don't think you and I thought through the fact that we might want to have discussions about the rest of our life together, (laughs) or we might want to go on more dates, or we might want to practice sex more than Uh like the time that we gave ourselves to practice sex. And so, uh, yeah, definitely. I feel like when you get married, like don't do a ton of things at the same time because you've got a lot to navigate. (laughs) Yeah. And everyone understands that normally the concept of you give time for each other and especially in the beginning um when you don't have to think twice about it um but that's when it's really important i think to develop those habits like i'm gonna go ahead and schedule in every week a date or every whatever because it's crazy to think that you know you don't live in the same house you don't sleep together you know you're not married you don't have you know always playing basketball all this stuff and yet we saw each other more than the we saw each other more engaged than yeah. what we did when we were first married. Yeah, which it, was not a good decision. And and yeah, it, it seems that what that part seemed counter counterintuitive, and in hindsight, it's not like what other option do we have? I think in hindsight, you actually look at it and say, no, we have a lot more options than we realize. You just have to, you just have to know what your what's most important, and then make time for that. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so. I want to make sure that you have the opportunity. Is there anything that you were like, I'm so glad that you brought that up or that yeah. I researched it or that you wish that would have been discussed? Hmm. Yeah. I think one of the big ones that it would have been more beneficial to address and go into what does all form of sexuality look like in our marriage? What is what are the things we absolutely don't want to happen ever? What are the things we absolutely do want to happen? What does it look like? Um, just in every situation, what does masturbation look like together? Should should be considered a part? Like all of those things really get into that, I think would have been a, a healthy thing to, to address then. I don't think we talked too much about that one. We did, but I think both you and I didn't have enough of a concept. Yeah, we, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't live through what we had we haven't been there yet, right? Yeah. And so we didn't know what type of scenarios would be enough. It's hard to like put yourself into that situation. 
Um, then what can you do to prepare for that, right? You you have to have some sort of a framework, like like what you do for the honeymoon, and say if this happens, let's do this. So I think what you have to do is, yeah, you I can't think if prepare we, for everything. I think if we had like made more of a plan of like let's like when we get there, like three months in, like let's have another discussion Ooh, about yeah. this. Healthy or yeah. like once we have had sex together for X Y Z mm-hmm. amount of time, then. Maybe we can discuss this next topic. Yeah. I think would have been, or even questions beneficial. we go back to: How is this going? What's difficult? What feels off? What's missing? Yeah, you know, if we just had a questionnaire that we would come back to every month or every three months or every half year, even once a year, really healthy. Like, okay, what do we want to tweak? What do we want to keep the same? What do we want to stop here? We should do that in our like once a year, like at New Year's, like yeah. meeting. We should add sex as the topic. Let's do it. Let's <laughs> I don't do know it. why we haven't. Honestly, we should be. It, it probably because it's. Something we talk about it enough. You'll anyway. be happy to bring up every day, but no, it, it's really good to have it scheduled so that you know it's there. Yeah. To to address again. Yeah. That's yeah. a good one. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. As always, I hope it was helpful, practical tips for you. Like it was I said, so helpful. Thank you. <laughs> which, I'll have everything linked down in the show notes. Um, if you want more help from me, I would love to have you just reach out. I will have my email there. You can ask me questions or head on over to my website and see what resources I have there for you to help navigate your sex life and figure out what you believe, think, feel, all of that about sex so that you can have these conversations with your significant other. And it has the free free PDFs and you can see them in the link as well as her Passionate Beginnings course if you were interested in that as well. Yeah, definitely. So we will see you guys here next week. Thanks so much for listening.